0: You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. It's been over six months since Russia invaded Ukraine, and, uh, you know, things started to lull for a while in the last several weeks, and it, it seems in the last little while that uh, Ukraine is uh, recapturing some, are, some of the territory that it had lost earlier uh, to Russia. Uh, this has also uh, enabled them to ask for more and ask for more reinforcement to, uh, you know, signaling that they are getting the job done and they just need more help to talk more about all of this and what the future holds and and an update of where we are now oral brown is with us professor international relations senior member of the monk school of global affairs at the university of toronto and with us now oral thank you for the time i hope you're well thank you so we hear that uh, Ukraine is making gains. We hear that uh, they have some re- uh, retaken some area, some territory that was previously, uh, previously lost to Russia. What does this signal? What does this say to you, Oral?
1: It is an indelible and urgent message, and it's a kind of trifurcated message. It is one that is meant for the Russians. It is also meant for the people of Ukraine. And it is also directed at Western allies that have been helping Ukraine.
0: So uh, with this success, uh, obviously, does that bolster the chances of getting more backup, more ammunition, more of the uh, the military uh, infrastructure they need to continue?
1: It will certainly make sense to do that because what the government of President Zelensky has demonstrated is that against all odds, they have not only stopped the Russians, but they demonstrated capacity through grit and uh, through uh, imaginative planning to push the Russians back to give us an idea of how significant this is. The amount of territory that they have taken back from the Russians is roughly the size of Lebanon. Now, this is uh, not a vast amount when compared to the territory of Russia itself, but it is not insignificant. And the fact that the Russian military just collapsed, they literally ran away, indicates the vulnerability of the Russian military, how deeply the corruption has seized that military, and that if the Ukrainian forces are properly equipped, they can do the job. They're not asking for Western forces to... To go to Ukraine, fight and die for them. They are willing to defend their own land, but the message is that they need the tools, they need the weapons that uh, are uh, used now so effectively, but they need a great deal more. And in some of the capitals in Europe, there was some wavering. The Germans have uh, been extremely slow in providing aid despite uh, positive rhetoric. The Biden administration was more forthcoming, but even they had slow-walked things often, and the foreign minister of uh, Latvia remarked rather bitterly in the wake of this magnificent victory that uh, had the Western allies provided the necessary armaments earlier, perhaps much could have been done sooner, and of course that implied that many more lives might have been saved.
0: So are allies listening and providing more, Arl?
1: The Biden administration has uh, declared that they are providing more, and so we'll have to see how quickly they follow through. Some of the weapons that they provided, the Mars, these are the rockets that have a range of uh, anywhere from 50 uh, miles upwards, uh, they have been used by the Ukrainians to hit depots, to hit concentrations uh, of equipment and uh, of troops, uh, in the case of the Russians. The Germans are making promises again, but they're also having conversations. Uh, uh, Macron uh, has spoken to uh, Vladimir Putin, the German Chancellor uh, Olaf Scholz has spoken to Vladimir Putin, and one cannot help but wonder, since none of these talks, none of them have yielded anything so far positive, why are they doing this uh, instead of uh, upping the support for ukraine which would fulfill their own promises Uh, this is what they said they would do why are they not doing it and that's kind of puzzling
0: some are looking at this as russia used to be or and still claims to be a superpower and yet can't finish the job in ukraine is that because they're unable to at this point or because they don't want to uh, deal with the repercussions of, of ramping this up
1: given what the russians assaults have looked like where they have violated just about every rule of law uh the kind of rules that uh, exist in that use in use bellow uh have uh been ignored in their breach, if you like, by the Russians, where civilians are targeted constantly, where there's mounting evidence of war crimes, it's hard to imagine that they've held back. Uh, What exactly have they held back? And so uh, it seems that the mighty uh, Red Army and the successor um, is not 10 feet tall, that when they are challenged, Uh, They uh, don't perform particularly well against a determined uh, enemy that is defending its uh, its homeland. And uh, this reversal also sends this crucial message that whereas in the past, it was this myth that whatever Russian military forces held could never be given back. Mm. Well, they're giving it back now. And they certainly are not doing so voluntarily.
0: Aro Brown with us, Professor International Relations and a senior member of the Monk School of Global Affairs at the University of Toronto. Arl, always uh, thanks so much for the time and be well. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live week afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.